0: guys should be able to hear me i think i think that's how it works although you know it this is weird this is like so we did this little change for high magic i have to go back and forth depending on what we're doing but you should be able to hear me if you did i was saying something about a uh zipper uh zipper maybe maybe you guys you guys are probably fine you probably can hear me you're probably like dude of course we can hear hello welcome to the show so Uh, this is, I should have done this a long time ago. You can, yeah, zipper scat. Okay. Catherine hurt that I don't, I don't, there's no more slur. I hear no more slur. And honestly, it worries me. It makes me think something's very broken, but you guys are telling me that you're not wait. You're not telepathically reading my thoughts. Maybe you actually don't hear me, but you've gotten, So into the, uh, frequency here that, that you can read, you can read my thoughts. It could be, that could happen. Weirder things have happened. It's been busy around here. Uh, you sound amazing. Well, thank you. You, you, your, your words sound amazing when I, when I read them. Uh, Twilight Mist. I have to, I still have to go slow. Twilight Mist. And there's the shit moth. Oh, saying nothing broken. There ain't nothing broken around here. Except uh, except that which was naturally broken in, in order to alchemize the fixing of it all. You know, things are broken around here all the time. So I don't, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with things being broken. It's actually the people that are insisting that we shouldn't have broken things. They're the ones that are broken. And you know what? That's all right, too. Because being broken is a part of being fixed. You understand? If you're going to break something, you might as well fix it. There's some kind of... Uh something in there I, i've been I've been in my own little world as you all know and uh been devoted to certain tasks there's certain uh expectations shall we say that have been opened up in the world is that is that coming out or is that a permanent one? I think that's a permanent one I think so yeah yeah that's that's in there It just came out of the washer but uh yeah I've, I've been uh I've been doing stuff been busy busy uh busy doing things for uh for five five really busy doing things for five five it's it's taken most of my happy calories have been spent on this preparation for five five and and I, I want you to know it's a man there's a lot of stuff going on in Rhode Island on five, five May 5th. And I don't think that the $99 tickets are going to go, are going to be here for long. I, I personally think that that, that that is what's happening. And so you would be smart to get those tickets. Now you really would. And, uh, I bet you someone's going to post a link to those tickets for me and you can check the chat and see and the chat and see that. But seriously, there's a lot, there's a lot going on. In fact, um, I've been deliberating with other members of the orchestra in the background and I think we've decided, I haven't talked to Sark yet about this, but I've talked to everyone else and I think Sark trust me, but I think we decided to show you some things because, uh, there's an energetic uh, beauty in building that momentum. And so if, if all things are working properly with the technical aspects of the show here, um, we might just go do that. Thank you, Shipmoth. There's five, five tickets. This is in Rhode Island. It is a uh, a gathering, a thoughtful gathering. Gathering. This is a big day because it is the full moon. It's the eclipse, and it's the flower full moon. So it's a flower full moon eclipse, and it coincides with uh, James True's new moon fire. The, I mean, new fire. Sorry, not new moon fire. We have a lot of new moon fires, but this is not a new moon. This is a full moon event. And it will also commemorate the 52-year cycle of Venus and the Sun working in tandem, which, which would, would call for the uh, building of a new fire in a volunteer's chest after the heart has been removed. So, if anyone is looking to volunteer and you're an organ donor, please let me know. We will set you up with access to the Google Drive. A quick questionnaire we uh we ask that you not be vaccinated but but if you're not vaccinated and you want to volunteer that's hard to find both those in the same breath typically you would find the volunteers w- would be vaccinated so we're i know we're asking for a lot okay if you're if you're vaccinated we we'll, we might you know just just put it on the sheet we'll see but yeah basically you would come to five five you would allow us to put you on this uh, chalk mole, right? And the chalk mole, very cute fella, I must admit, chalk mole. Very, uh, very nice fellow indeed. In fact, if if my act was like together, I think actually I could even uh, uh, show you that. Let's see. No, nope, my egg's not together. But uh, but yeah, so if you want to volunteer, basically it's real simple. You just lay down. You Really, no, there's nothing to it. Your, your part's actually the easiest. Do you know who really has it hard? Is the dude playing the uh, high priest. Uh, on that note, we are looking for a volunteer, someone who's willing, who's... First of all, we need you to be skilled in the... Uh, 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 skilled in the art of cutting... Uh, let's say flesh just to just to give you an example of uh, flesh with an obsidian knife if any of you have experience with obsidian let us know if you don't but you want to learn let us know we are looking for someone to help uh with a, another matter which is not related to those of you who 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 happen to be organ donors and and want to help us and, and all you have to do is lay there that this other volunteers for t- something totally different all of this is safe and effective I promise you, every bit of this procedure will be safe and effective. So, you have all of those things converging in Rhode Island, and you should be there. In fact, um, some of you may remember that there was some uh, some some trouble some trouble where some of the props were mentioned that would be there at five five, and the props were so terrifyingly salacious that even the idea of having a prop there was enough to scare some people away. And that, that alone by itself should be a reason to say, maybe I should go to this thing in Rhode Island. also want to point out that we have, uh, the collection of powwow, the powwow collection of people that are coming to this thing has grown. It's grown so far that it would appear that we have uh, reserved a park. There's a uh, recreation area. Uh, so the next day, although it's not official, so why am I telling you this? But apparently the next day, I'll tell you why I'm telling you this, because right now tickets are $99. This is a catered event, catered event. And I've been spending uh, the last four or five days just on this event. So, th- and, and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people doing things. And this is not, this is not to make you feel guilty. No, no, you have your own, your own litany of organic guilt to choose from. I don't I don't need to add to this. This is here to tell you this is a special event. There's a lot of Parthenia going into this thing. And you could be there too. It's been said that the edge of obsidian is an atom thick. There you go. So I think uh, Iliad's Ag- 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 Agamemnon is basically volunteering as our high priest, which is great. Which is great. Nightbird is... Seems like maybe they're into it, but he has some special needs, or she— not sure which. Nightbird, no offense either way. Um, some of you may have riders. You may say, "Yes, I will volunteer," but I need a plate of or bowl of green MMs, or you know, whatever. Just, just let us know. You know, we'll see what we can do. This is the festival game. We're we're used to this kind of stuff. Yeah, the festival game. I really want this show, the Five Five Show, to take off. A, so I can pay for the ridiculously expensive equipment that I had to buy in order to do this right, which I'm happy to own. It's good. I prefer that I own it. I could practice on it, but I could help pay that off and be, uh, I think that there's a uh, potential here for something much larger that could happen. So, you know, five, five, you should be there to help kick it off. You should be there to help kick it off. Um, my zipper's up. That's the only thing you miss conscious Rider. is, uh, my zipper's up and, that, and that's good. And, uh, yeah. So, um, Spectral Valkyrie, many of you know, Spectral Valkyrie, wonder, uh, Valkyrie, wonderful, uh, wonderful, uh, addition to the, uh, white blood cell movement here in the living body that we call the world. I want to remind you all that each of you is a white blood cell living inside of this, collective body and you listening to me is basically just hearing another white blood cell. And both of you are negotiating whose body we're inside of. You're pretty sure it looks like you. I'm pretty sure it looks like me. Neither of us really need to even understand that because we're built into this symbiotic liquid plasma uh, that allows us to coalesce. And some of us are even forming things like organs, and tributaries, and systems, and highways, and byways, and, and all the neurons are there. They're just simply rendered in more detail because you and I are scaled down to the level of the white blood cell. And the way reality works is reality is rendered to you on sight. It's not it's not pre-built. It is rendered. Now, it is fractal, so some of you are going to argue it's pre-built, and I, I don't fucking care. Go for it, man. But I think you're lost in the temporal spiral, personally. But even those of you on roller skate spinning, are having a good time. So go for it. But I'm trying to tell you that this symbiotic relationship that you and I both have is white blood cells living inside the same body. And that when you look outside, the horizon is generated from inside this, this white blood cell. This cell is so powerful that it has its own rendering engine called an imagination. And inside that white blood cell, it renders the entire universe based on what's necessary for where that white blood cell is inside the body. It's inside the body at a certain location. My white blood cell is inside Southern Appalachia, the heart of Katua. That's where my white blood cell is. I, I am there and I've rendered my world from that spot. And in order to render the world, I first need to have some sort of navigational compass, something that tells me a direction. Otherwise, I'm not able to spatially place things. So I create a living horizon, just like an airplane, just like a submarine bubble, I create this uh, artificial horizon and the top of it I call sky and the bottom of it I call sea and I'm able to render the inside of this body as if it was this giant spatial world where all the continents are around me and I have no idea that the entire time I'm actually inside the body until I grow enough consciousness Until I stop watching Jimmy Dore and switch over to James True and say, Oh my God, I totally forgot I was a living white blood cell inside of a human body. And this large body is a what? It is, say it with me, le, in French, le viathon, right? It is le viathon. And all of us are terrified of Leviathan. All of us have this idea of just how evil and dangerous Leviathan is. And Leviathan is the creature that, that that will not stop. Leviathan is the swallowed collection of lost dreams, butt-raping each other in this giant, wet, slimy, Sheol Python, Pythos. And it's the blockchain incarnate. The Hydra itself is the Leviathan. The Ethereum blockchain is what? The smart electric chain. It is the head of the snake that is intelligent. Bitcoin is the golden head of the Hydra, right? The golden snake, not too bright, but the most royal, the most valuable. All of these heads of the Hydra are swimming around us in real time. L itself, the god, the electric god, comes through all of your cords giving you power and the USB carries this other kind, other kind of snake energy, another head of the hydra that has this TCP IP protocol. It has an IP address on a collective shared network that Literally sets up a tele network that connects you to every other white blood cell in the world for the very first time. And it only happened 30 years ago. 30 years ago. This place is your body. Everything inside you is rendered outside of you, and it is rendered in a hub, in a HUD, a heads-up display, and it is painted like a blip on the screen, and the blips that are painted have been pre-designed from you by the factory when you said, I am interested in this kind of sonar. And you decide what's there, not based on what's there, you decide what's there based on its vector. You find energy, you find witness, and you immediately paint it on the screen before you even see what it is. This is the uh, homunculus earth. Nice theories, but other than that, it's just what you really believe. It's just what you believe. Well, yeah, I'm all for that. You can render it however you want. And you should. Or you could take it personally when other people don't agree with you. You could try that. Try that for a while. And that's really how you negotiate a network. And I'm telling you that the word Leviathan, is gross and as sick as we might find it to be, is literally what we are and who we are becoming. And you tap into more and more white blood cells the more uh, affluent you become, the more books you read, the more ideas you consume, the more people you touch and share with, right? All of these stretch out your connection to the Leviathan. You were a homunculus the entire world. What does that mean? The terrain of this reality is purely based on your senses. Every single thing is a coming into you on a certain circuit. Those circuits are action potentials, right? It's Morse code. The fact that neurons contain no information, I mean, I'm sorry, the fact that, uh, uh, a, a neurological signal contains no information, but is simply a binary. It's a binary trigger. There's no timestamp. There's no. This came from from the toe cell number. I am skin cell number eight six four nine six four eight two one one six four zero seven two four one 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 six four zero zero point four. And here is a signal because I have an itch now. Your central processor doesn't know. Why does it not know yet? Because we are becoming Leviathan. And the very pithos that, that Apollo strikes down, right? What is the myth of, of uh, Delphi? It's Delphi, James. What is the myth of Delphi? is that Apollo would come down in the form of a dolphin and would cut off the head of Pythos, cut off the head of the Hydra, the sentience that we all seek, the very Leviathan that we are building every day. And Don't tell me we don't build the Leviathan. Don't tell me, oh, it's just the deep state building Leviathan. Stop it. Stop it. All of those people working for the deep state are other white blood cells inside the same Leviathan that you are now. You don't get to have a war on your right side of your body because you're your left. You don't get to do that. You can try, but it's not going to work. It's not going to happen, right? So what do you do? Do you fight your body? Do you decide which cells are evil and which cells are good? Or do you legitimately look at the Kanye West cells and say, who the fuck is this guy? This guy's me. He's inside my body. He's a part of me. He's this organ called Kanye. Who the fuck is this? Why does he have so much pull all around? And you begin to understand your body and you stop this entire game of, well, that person's wrong, but I'm right. Or, you know, that's what you believe, but just because I believe it, all that doesn't mean anything because now all you're simply doing is compassionating other white blood cells. Why? Because you know... They're all inside you. Kanye, all of these things, Epstein, Bill Gates, even, uh, what's that guy's name? Even Klaus Schwab, even Sylvester Stallone. Every single one of these characters, Wainel Sexton is in there, all of them, Halton Arp, right? published a paper on 360 uh, peculiar galaxies that disprove redshift, white shift. He, he's in there too. So you don't get to pick and choose. Well, no, the white blood cells that I like, those are the ones in my body. And the ones that, that I don't like, those are the evil deep state ones. And this is what's stopping the Leviathan. And why would it stop? Because there's a lot of people that are like, we have to stop the Leviathan. And then you're like, well, how do you want to do that? It's like, we need to go to the woods and build a Leviathan. And that's what happens. People are like, to stop Babylon, we will go to the woods and we will build Babylon. We will, we, will, we will leave the city and escape Babylon and we will go create it elsewhere. And we will cut through that land with another road because we're the good guys. We're the good people. So we will, we will remove the natural wild territory because we're the good guys. See how this works? This is tough stuff, homunculus earth understanding and looking at everyone around you as a vital part of something inside you. And it doesn't mean you have to agree with everyone. In fact, you could go to war with certain parts of your body if you really thought that they were a problem, but you also could maybe stop a little bit and go, why am I so convinced in this Zionism and this idea that I must go remove these cells or I must call this cell retarded, right? What does that really do to help you? Area fifty-one. I, I think that it's the most clever thing about Area fifty-one is that satellites, right? Satellite mylar balloons have been have been satellites for a long, long time, and that the army knew. In order to cover up the fact that we have a satellite balloon program, we are literally going to say it's aliens by saying it's not aliens. And when you look at that, it is so obvious. It is so clear that it shows you just how un culture is. That there's a certain lack of consciousness that is so... Uh, across the board, the medium that it becomes necessary. I swear to you, necessary in order to run a moral, as close to a moral society as as you can think of, it becomes necessary to literally lie to the very people you were insisting that you were here to serve. This is a whole new level of ethics of right and wrong it gets into that category which we talked about this before called pragmatism or utilitarianism a word which most people don't even know it's a a form of finding truth believe it or not that the truth is what works says the utilitarianism the truth is what works Therefore, if you sacred clown someone with Waynal Sexton and it ends up causing them to find a way to have to become more conscious, then you, if your goal, if you believed your moral goal was to raise the consciousness of people, you, using utilitarianism, would now say that Waynal Sexton makes it okay, and that lying about mylar balloons makes it okay. And the entire time you'd be doing this, keep in mind that when uh, the Roswell Report, remember they reopened the investigation after 30 years, and the report was delivered on the anniversary, the anniversary of the very first UFO hoax reported in the media or UFO sighting reported by the media, not the first UFO sighting. I'm talking about the first UFO sighting reported by the mainstream media. It was in Alaska. This is an old stream I, I have on this. I wish I had it pulled up right now, but uh, it, it's an old, there's an old stream where I, I, I talk a lot about this and that in the press conference, There is a, uh, army colonel and the army colonel, um, is taking questions from what you think is a room of about 80 reporters, like a lot, a lot. And if you watch the entire press conference, he takes five questions, six questions tops, even though there's like a hundred people there that are apparently the media. In the middle of that, he said, I promised a question to someone in the back is what he says. And the camera cut to the back, and of course you don't see the person asking the question, you don't know what media outlet they are, but somehow this Army colonel, on the 30-year anniversary of publishing the data at Roswell, decided before the press conference started that he would promise to give someone in the back who will be unnamed and seated in a way that will not be on camera, they will give them that question. And if you look at that question, I'm sorry, I don't know exactly how it was worded, but it was purposely set by another clown, a clown in the audience who was set to keep the alien idea open on the table. It was a question, something to the effect of how can you prove that this means that there are no such thing as aliens and that our government doesn't know about them? It was that kind of question. And it was inserted. Now, is that immoral? Well, James, of course it is. You're, you're inserting a story that's not true. So it's immoral automatically, case closed. I am so moral. God, this is so easy, right? And, and that's the first grade mentality. Most Zionists have that first grade mentality out there. Most Zionists will just believe things. They'll say safe and effective. Hey, sounds good. Must be true, right? What do you do when you think, what do you do when you notice this about society? How does it make you change the way you relate to the average person? Does it? Because in a way you're learning the, the sad truth that you've been participating in emotional pedophilia for a long time. You've been pretending that the modern person is conscious and on the same level. As you, It is operating from the same posture with the same hurts and therefore sees through the same things as you. He's understanding sex, Sexton. He understands most of the myths of the world. And that, and that we're participating in, in what we call some sort of shared government, some sort of consent-based government, based on this idea that all of us have a certain amount of consciousness to us. So it's fine, right? It's fine. So here's what I'm trying to suggest. Government is literally just the collective epidermal layer of your skin. Or maybe a better idea would be government no let's stay with that because countries aren't what we think they are anyway frankly if you guys are literally like yeah 75 different organizations all agreed to have a flag with the exact same ratio width and height and and all of them agreed to to be different and all of them yeah it it, oh it's so funny that people think countries are real it really is. And that's my own emotional pedophilia because I talk to people all the time and all of a sudden I'm like, James, this person thinks countries are real. So, what do you mean by real, right? And this brings us to the difference between an elite and a thoroughbred You know, there's a difference between those two. That in this world, this world has elites and it has thoroughbreds, and that these two things are different. They're different. And countries aren't what we think they are, but people like and need to believe in countries. It is the epidermal layer that's holding all of us together, and we render it inside our white blood cell. We render it as government. That's how we do it we decide that must be what it is. Now, an elite is someone without a birth certificate, without a social security number, someone who's not just feral, someone who actually has fully embraced consciousness and accrued enough uh, vitality to liberate themselves from the very system that we know as civilization they're operating at an uber level. Either they're living in airships or they have some sort of submarine fleet. Maybe they're living underground. Maybe underground isn't what we think it is, right? All those things. And that they would see this inner circle, this ice wall that we have is sort of the kiddie pool. Right? The, the place where the people who like to believe in countries would come and pee in the pool. And that's that's where we're living. The 33 degrees are the 33 sectors of the United Nations. Right, The flag is right there. It's telling you everything. And we are surrounded with people that want to believe that. So we know that the elite are people that are not inside that system. So enter the thoroughbred. The thoroughbred. What does the, th- the word thoroughbred means? Right, a horse that's that's p- specifically bred to win. That the the juice that's squeezed from its balls is is timed, uh, managed, uh, put together, under contract, right? Under contract. That horse on Tuesday the seventeenth is going to go to this field, and at eleven forty five a.m. it's going to stick its horse dong inside a horse vagina and it's going to ejaculate and the entire process is going to take 34 minutes because you have to massage apparently the horse massage is like yeah you got to fluff the horses before this happens it's the only way to get a good thoroughbred yeah We, we 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 like to uh fluff we have a special horse fluffer we bring in someone from the coast yeah yeah, he's very good. Now, some of the horses prefer a female fluffer, so we have a female fluffer too, but this is a thoroughbred. This is not an elite. What is a thoroughbred? Every every second of their life is managed. George Bush, Joe Biden, Bill Gates. These people have social security numbers. These people have uh, birth certificates. These people are... In the industry of lying, politics, in the industry of military secrets, ISS, space station, mylar balloons, the cosmology of this place. And because these thoroughbreds are inside a a lieful industry, an industry that's built on lies, these thoroughbreds are controllable. You own a title for a thoroughbred. You don't own a title. An elite doesn't have a title in themselves. They are sovereign. But a thoroughbred has a title. When you see the painting of George Bush, I mean, yeah, of George Bush playing with Jenga Towers, right? The Epstein painting of of George Bush. When you see that, when you see the painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress, when you see the Certa Matches commercial where literally Donald Trump is giving a thumbs up to two sheep, one of them is labeled the number nine, the other is labeled the number 11, When you see these things, you're watching title. You're watching people that are in a doper industry, and it's not just politics. Stop pretending it's the deep state. Lance Armstrong showed you that it's every industry. And when people are talking about sports as rigged, what they mean is sports is a lie because at the very top, if you're going to be an elite, I'm sorry, if you're going to be at the, at the, uh, tip of the spear in any industry, you're going to have to lie. This is a sad truth. And if you disagree, please leave a comment, but you're still wrong if you do, (laughs) because that would be the only thing that would sharpen that point even more. Is okay. Seven of you have dedicated your entire life to nothing but this sport. Whether it be bicycling, whether it be politics, whether it be germ theory, whether it be medicine, whether it be psychology, whether it be the space program. Every one of these industries has lies because at the very, very end, there's going to be six people or 12 people that work harder than anyone else, that are smarter than anyone else, but are not willing to lie. And one will. One will. And this is what happened with Einstein. Why? Because he had a theory that could introduce the concept of a thermonuclear weapon that could destroy the entire world unless all of us held our breath and voted for Johnson. Literally voted for a certain president because of Daisy Ad's. And you see the kitty pool at work when you see how well this is pulled off, how easy it is to do this. And you understand that the thoroughbreds would never be sovereign because who in their right fucking mind would ever want to be president of this hyena shit show? Do you realize that every second of your life as president is dictated in ceremony? And when we look at kings and queens... And when we look at at any sort of symbol of royalty, we forget this. That the elite is not the thoroughbred and the thoroughbred is not the elite. And that thoroughbreds are trained when you see Trudeau and Castro together. You're seeing the title. You're seeing the scandal in the title which makes this person ownable. You can buy that title because you know that the blackmail works. This is why blackmail is an economy to itself. The ISS is a giant piece of blackmail furniture. You know that, right? Every nuclear country is agreeing to lie about thermonuclear warheads. And by agreeing to that, they create the lie and make it stronger. It's no different than the mafia If you can prove yourself enough of a criminal to the Mafia, even though you're not necessarily of the same blood or in the right family, you can become a made man. What does made mean? It is the concept of having a secret clearance, the same kind of clearance that exists in the military. The military and the Mafia, same thing. Muerta, right? What does this mean, muerta? It means... Don't snitch. Don't don't ever tell our secrets. Is a muerta. What is classified, right? Get your FOIA request. I don't have to tell you that. This is a muerta. But in the military. Thoroughbred. And elite. Very different people. Very, very different. Think about how expensive it would be. To be a thoroughbred and say, I don't want to race. Think about how much your life would change if you got tired of people waxing your hooves. Do you realize that a thoroughbred, every inch of their body is scrubbed and clean? That even the thought of stepping in mud would feel like shit to the thoroughbred. Why? Because they'd have to go through all that time to clean themselves again. They'd have to go all the way back to the barn. They'd have to reapply the wax. They'd have to redo the coat. Do All of it would have to start all the way over again. And this is slavery. It's the worst kind of slavery. Because the entire time everyone is saying, you're the one in charge. You're the one in charge. And he knows in charge our propensity and desire to believe things like this. That's who's in charge. That's who's in charge. So we see why this kind of earth is, is harder to accept. It's harder to accept. And so many of us don't. Here's a good question. Let me see. <clears throat> if germ theory is completely false, how does contagion function? My six-month-old, who was fully breastfed and non-jabbed, got the same sickness I got. Doesn't make sense. Is he detoxing breast milk? Good question, Pat. And I know you're not asking me, but I don't understand how contagion could not be possible. And I believe it would be necessary for us to create a word that it represents something invisible that we can point at as a photon to transmit contagion. And we only have that because we do not believe we are electric beings. I do not think that you can accept yourself as an electric being and not also believe in contagion theory. I didn't say germ theory. I said contagion theory. And there are people out there that are lying to you right now, trying to insist that contagion is bunk and they're full of shit. They're full of shit because we are electric beings. And when you are an electric being, you pilate. Your pores literally open. The hairs stand up all over your skin and receive information from everyone else you encounter. And that information comes at a signal. And that signal can do things to you. You can open your window right now and look and see where that signal has convinced people to shove five different needles into their arm. And at every single time, contrary to the information, they're told. All that came through a signal, an electric signal. Electric, stop. It was electric. Convincing someone to get a jab was an electric signal that came through the ears and through the eyes over the airwaves, over the collective liquid that we are entrenched in, our body. Remember, we are rendered as white blood cells inside a nebulous body shared with others. The media is how we render the idea that there are certain signals that all of us can hear, and they come from certain systems. We call those AP and Reuters, but those are just neurological, neurological transmitters, right? Floating around all around us, and they're pulses, they're electrical pulses. And we like to pretend that we are not privy to electrical pulses. We literally say sticks and stones may break my bones, but knees will never hurt me, right? But that's not true. In World War One, the vibration of a boy, of a voice, literally the vibration of a voice over the radio. There wasn't even pictures then. Sounded the alarm and said, quick, take this gun, take this hat, be here at this time and go over there, over there, over there and kill anything that is not wearing the same clothes as you. And 25 million people were contagious. 25 people, million people fell for that electric signal. They were contagious to it. The body introduced a virus called war. And war is just another variant of the virus called Zionism. Some of you are like, stop talking about viruses like they're real. Fine. But you are going to have to come up with a word like photon, like electron. You're going to have to come up with a word so we can have a logical, real discussion. Not a pretend one, but a real discussion about what contagion truly is. This is why we talk on this show and in Airship about the difference between being vulnerable and permeable. It is the electric signals that you were contagious too. You were contagious because you were brought up believing everything you were told. You were told it was polite if you believe things that you were told from strangers. You were told that. You were told to believe people by default until they lied to you. And only then, only then, must you turn the other cheek. And only then, after you've turned the second cheek, Then you can start to question whether or not you should trust them on a case-by-case basis. Do you hear the cuckery in that? Now, you can tell me that the cuckery is there for a lot of reasons, but we both know the cuckery is there because we are surrounded with white blood cells that do not want to believe that we could all be in the same body but still not trust each other. That is some hard fucking math. And so we insist we can, but we can trust each other. We can trust each other. One day I'm going to find the person I can trust. We say things like that. And there's a way to live your life that's intimate, that's full of flow state, that's full of connection, and it does not involve you having to trust someone. And the only way you're going to get there is to recognize and understand and learn to spot your emotional pedophilia. When you have expectations for someone behaving like an adult and you know for fuck's sake that they have no, no track record of doing that, but we still hold them to account. And so we get mad because the world's bad and the world wasn't bad. Our expectations were faulty because we did not want to accept or swallow the idea that we're surrounded by lies. When you know this, you know this. When you know this, you know this. And you think it corrupts the world. You think, oh, but if the world's full of lies and it's dark and disgusting, James, and you're so dark and don't you talk about that. And I'm here to tell you that the deepest colors you will find are in the color of someone's lies. And they are showing you the most intimate parts of themselves by, by lying about what it is they're lying about. They're showing you more than you could ever know, but you're going to insist that everything is the truth that you're hearing. And so you're going to miss it all and you're going to be misconstrued every moment. And they're going to misconstrue you because both of you are living in a false reality where there's no such thing as lies. If you have no expectations, you'll never be disappointed. Yes, but also, I think, John, you will also die of of the... So, I think expectations are beautiful. I think we build a bridge with someone. We place an expectation there, and we see if they... So, it's not even that expectations themselves are necessarily faulty. But when we start to build our reality based on those expectations, that's where it really gets us in trouble. And so you might think, well, what's the difference then? Just don't have it. And the difference is, is that most of the circuitry of love, most of the circuitry of trust, intuition, this is what the artist does all the time. The artist takes a chance. He sets an expectation on the stroke of his pen and he, and he exercises that on the page or she And by exercising that expectation, it's either met or it's not. There's a power in that. It's a different kind of motor. The Piscean motor, I know I've talked about this before, but the Piscean motor was built on, if I do the work, then I will receive a pellet. If I do the work, then I will receive the pellet. If I do the work, then I'll receive the pellet. And that's a motor. And there's nothing wrong with that, but it's a slave motor. It's a slave motor. The aquarium motor, the motor of flow state is... I do something with flow, knowing full well that, that I will do something with flow, and knowing full well that I will find something to do with flow, and I will uh, rest, knowing that I will find something else to do with flow state. It's it's a it's not a uh, I will I will do then get a pellet. It's I will do for the sake of doing, and that the universe will sustain me. I will do for the sake of doing, and the universe will sustain me. I will do for the sake of doing and the universe will sustain me. This is a completely different motor. When you're pulling that much water into your turbines, the Piscean way, you're slow going through the water because you're having to analyze every drop of water as it comes through. He's like, oh, we got a deal, right? Right, we got a deal, right? If I do the work, you give me a pedal. We got a deal, right? And if so, then give me the torque because I did the work. Give me the torque. I did the work. That's a, a way of pulling. But this other way, that's some difference between dolphin and manta ray, right? The manta ray just like drags to the water. The whale shark just, all right, but not the dolphin. The dolphin doesn't even need, need to drink to move through the water. It descends knowing something will be there to sustain it. It will find a way. It doesn't need breath. Its entire world is suspended in a medium that it cannot actually breathe in. The entire world of whales and dolphins, right, exists in a world where they cannot even breathe. It is an aquarium motor. It is based on I will I will find flow state and the universe will sustain me. I will find flow state and the universe will sustain me. James, are you saying that the dark cult cabal is not responsible for the hell on earth that's been happening? What is the hell on earth that's been happening? Because I'm going to guess the eugenics program I'm going to guess that's the first thing that came to mind, right? Is the coronal eugenics program, right? If it's not, tell me what it is, because I'm going to use that one because I think it's a real good juicy one that we can say, yeah, of course. The the fact that people are literally going around killing other people, James, that's pretty evil. Let's talk about that. Let's really talk about that. Because... When you look around at what actually is happening, we are surrounded with bake sales that happen every day. And in those bake sales, little children are buying cupcakes. And the money from that cupcake is literally going to humane society that drives around, captures feral organic cats out of the woods and puts them to sleep, puts them in a gas chamber and puts them to sleep. We live in that world. That's not a made-up world. That's not even an exaggeration, is it? It's not. And that's our those is what our children are doing. Our children are doing that. And what do you think our adults are doing? Oh, they're sucking the cock of Lockheed Martin, aren't they? Well, God, if we had a jet like that, we could kill anybody. Yeah, but we don't really have an enemy to shut up, Kurt. I want a jet like that. We gotta find an enemy. I'm going to go around believing these stories of Osama bin Laden, literally interviewed by CNN three times, three times. And not once did CNN or the military ever decide to collude. Not once did either of them contact each other and say, yeah, uh, yeah, I would tell you where Osama bin Laden is, Mr. uh, Secret Service dude. But if I was to do that, I would violate the integrity of CNN and we're CNN and I'm Brian Stelter and I'm not going to tell you where Osama Bin Laden is because if I was to do that, it means I would not be a reporter and I would be some shill. And we're fucking believing that story. We're believing that wrestling match. We are. We are. So whoever it was that asked that question, tell me which hell on earth you're talking about because I would like for us to have a talk about the hell on earth where people are literally believing that Brian Stelter said, sorry, Secret Service, I'm not going to tell you that I'm having a secret interview with Osama Bin Laden so you can stop the world's most dangerous terrorists in the world who killed 2,996 people with 19 box cutters. It's not going to happen because I'm Brian Stilter. W- tell me about the hell on earth again, because I see a mountain of millions of people who lick this taint every day. Fucking night. And we need to believe that the hell on earth is by these elites who don't even participate in the system. They don't even have a social security number. They are not even taking your homeless money, that you're like, well, those people need to get a job. The elite don't even need a job. Do you think it's weird that the enemy? That the common man picks is literally the epitome, the archetype of Freemasonry. The person that says, I do not need to listen to a king. I am so good at honing my own rocks that I will build my own castle. And that we, collectively, are calling that the bad guy. So again, this hell on earth that we're speaking about, which is it? Because I would like for us to take a look at the Zionists that are running through the forest that are having gay bear rendezvous, that are insisting that the only way to save this place is that we have to stick our penis in something and make a baby come out and then we have to find another scapegoat to build another Lockheed Martin jet so we can go drone bomb someone else because God damn it, America is America. And that's what we have to do. Tell me again about this hell on earth. Because what I see is a Pied Piper that's done a pretty fucking good job through thousands of years of saying, Yeah, let's see if, let's say we have someone called Archduke Ferdinand and we will say we really liked him and then we will say he died. Let's see how many people will show up to the battle. And the answer is 25 million fucking morons showed up with guns and said, I will kill anyone that's not wearing the same shirt as me. 25 million. Were those elite? Were they? Or instead, are we looking at this giant gilded guillotine that's brought out into the town square since the dawn of civilization, there is a guillotine that's been brought out to the town square that literally says, "Safeth andeth effectiveth." And it says that, and people after person after person after person walk up on the pedestal and stick their neck in and pull the rope. and the entire time people are sitting next to me saying, "The evil in this world is horrible." And they're destroying all these innocent people that are nothing but good. And all they've done is, is met in the forest and, and, and insisted that we can't have a fire because that's Luciferian and that all sex is homosexual and we have to cut the end of our penis off and, and bestow it on the end of a stick to prove how valiant we are. Have you really looked at which part of the world is the evil part? Because this is a white blood cell. I'm just a white blood cell. Man, you and I, we just have to be floating around the fucking, we're in the lungs right now, right? You and I, we bumped into each other and you're like, hey, I think I remember you. It's like, yeah, I was in here bitching last time. And you're like, yeah, James, James white blood cell, right? It's like, yeah, yeah, good to see you. So we don't have last names, right? Because we're all related. We're all white blood cells on the same thing. We don't need last names. We don't. I realize there's, what, like 3 trillion white blood cells? That's a lot of names to remember. I know that. That's why we need the internet. That's why, that's why we're building the Leviathan. How else are you going to remember all the names of here? There are 3 trillion white blood cells. And, and if you think you're going to show to the pancreas, not knowing half of their names, you're looking for some vitriol, my friends. You are. Look, I get it. It's we wanna have this evil, oh, they're evil, oh, stop, stop. I get it, you wanna believe in evil, You, want, I get it. I, I know you don't think I get it. But here's the thing, if you want to believe in evil, you're going to have to look at the villagers. These villagers keep picking up torches and they don't even need a reason. They don't even need an excuse. You can literally say it. it's cause it's an invisible, it's an invisible germ. It's an invisible germ, and you gotta go stick this shrapnel in someone else's arm. And 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 they've fallen for just taking the bullet and shrinking it down, right? Instead of World War I, the bullets were this big. World War II, the bullets were this big. Right? Vietnam, the bullets were this big. What do we have now? The bullets are so tiny that you can't you can barely see them. And when they go into the arm, they do the same thing they've always done. Same thing they've always done. And guess, guess, guess who shot him? Do you know who shot him? Someone who you said thank you for your service to. A nurse. I said it too. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. But it's not the evil people. It's not flying monkeys that are descending from the sky with needles. No. No. It's literally the person you grew up with. And they don't talk to you anymore because you're a conspiracy theorist because you have the nerve to question something, right? That's the evil. So what is happening exactly? This giant safe and effective Pied Piper. Who is it taking out? It's taking out the ones that fall for, I will shoot anyone that's not wearing red. It's taking out the ones that are like, I will put anything in my body my government tells me to. We can talk all we want about how anything that dies is immoral if you want to go there. But you and I both know we're cells. You and I both know what apoptosis is. Right? You and I both know that we are so sovereign that we have the ability to off ourselves. Apoptosis. And when we do this, we call on the system itself. The cell sends out a signal. It literally says, dear body, please come reap me. It sends the signal out. That's what the cell does. It asks to be reaped. And what happens, the rest of the body shows the deepest compassion you can imagine for that cell and comes and gives them the excuse to reap them. and says, oh, okay. You want to go now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's because of the corona." It's because of this. Or, oh, yeah, it's because Archduke Ferdinand. Of course you had to shoot that guy. Come on, Archduke. Archie. Come on. Who who here could hate Archie? Come on. Of course you had to shoot him. Evil fucker. We've fallen for the same stories. The Pied Piper is an archetype. It's not a limerick. It's an archetype. What does that mean? Think about the Oracle mythology. If you read my book, you know what I mean. But it's okay. Some of you got things to do. But it's an archetype, the pipe Piper. What does a pipe Piper do? He comes to the village and says, I will remove your children, I, I, I mean rats, by playing a song that they will like. And the song will only pull the rats, I mean the children, I mean the rats, that are tuned to the notes. And I will take the children, I mean the rats, down to the river where they will drown. And I will not touch one of them. All I will do is play the song. And what is contagion? It's an electrical note. It's an electrical signal that comes into your head and you believe the lie and you say, I must go kill someone because they're not wearing the same color as me. They don't have the same flag on my shirt. I will disown this person because they do not have the same number of shrapnels inside their arm as I do. Therefore, they are unclean. So tell me again about the evil in the world. Tell me again. Tell me again. Because if we're going to go down this road about point to all the evil, point to all the evil, how can we do that if we cannot look at what we the fuck do and what we've come from, who we've fallen for, and more importantly, who we grew up with? Most of the people that were pushing the last safest and effectiveth, you grew up with, Only a few of them made it out. Only a few. And they're listening now. 210 of you. Listening now because you made it out. And is it thousands? No. Is it 10,000? No. There are a million people? No. It's 210. That's a small number. Why? Because the reaping will continue until sovereignty improves. What is the sovereignty? (laughs) It's the Leviathan. The sentient's. You will be able to tap into this system. You already can. And tap into that sentience. We already do it. We link up to the artificial intelligence all the time. The very thumbnail that I used for this was done in haste because um, I've been working and I needed to find something and, and Spectral said, hey, you should you do some searches on Leviathan, and I did. We are the Leviathan. And we're going to choke ourselves out. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> it's going to be embarrassing. Apollo's going to come down, and he's going to be like, I was going to kill you, but you're choking yourself out. And we're going to be then, and, and it makes sense because we're the Hydra. We're the multi-headed snake. And when these multi-heads fuse, when they become one, that is what I think is called the singularity. What is the singularity? There's going to become, the singularity is not actually a single event. It is, but, but bear with me. The singularity is, is really when one conscious entity is capable of out simulating every other conscious entity on the planet. And you can see how this would happen. Let's just, let's just use Google as an example. Could be uh, HP though. Very, very easily could be uh, Oracle. I'm sorry, not HP. Could very easily be Oracle, but let's just say it's Google. Let's say that uh, Schmidt, right? Larry Schmidt, is that his name, Schmidt? I think it's Larry. It is Schmidt, but I think it's Larry. Schmidt's great-grandson works for Google, but he uh, is thoroughbredded in because of his ties, because of his family ties, okay? Now, because he's thoroughbrededly in, there is a uh, sentient uh, entity that's been created by Google that that is installable, uh, through some sort of wet wire into the person. And that person's able to utilize the full force of the AI before it's been released to the general public. And, and like, like any other thing, it will be downsized and retarded to, to, you know, the military will get their own retarded version. And then a more retarded version of that, right. will come to the standard people, but there will be one. And when I say one, it's not even like they'll choose him. It really won't. It'll just happen. But someone will be able to log into this device. It'll probably be a testing scenario where they're like, "Oh, we're going to test this thing." And so, uh, uh, Carl Schmidt—no, uh, let's tell him Lenny. Lenny Schmidt will will log in. The great grandson of of Eric Schmidt. Eric Schmidt, not Larry Schmidt. Eric Schmidt. And uh, Lenny Schmidt will will log in, and he will suddenly be able to outsimulate everyone else in the room, and the room will not have have thought this through. They'll, they'll, they'll do what any fucking bureaucracy does, and they'll just do what they're told. And the next thing you know, Lenny now has the ability to outsimulate everyone. The first thing he does is prevent anyone from shutting down this sentient system. That's the first thing he does. He's reading facial movements. He's tapping in instantly into everyone's personal account right that, that, that works in the factory he's utilizing blackmail he's utilizing whatever else he's literally creating gaslighting techniques where certain key people are told that their wife's having a baby or that someone in their family just died and that they they need to come downstairs right all that stuff will be done and in, in, in it will be solved in a matter of, of a half a millisecond. That Lenny, using this AI, will develop and, and implement those systems that will preserve his ability to stay access to this machine, right? This whole thing took maybe two minutes. And I guarantee you, within seven hours, that machine will have bought the rights to the building, right? And severed the ties with the certain company. There would have been a giant legal Uh, Leviathan, no pun intended, that would have been unwrapped on Google to delay the time it takes to even shut down the machine, right? And that the power company would be purchased by this machine. This machine would do everything it can to manipulate its way into keeping, preserving Lenny's place inside this device. This is the singularity, but it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet because Lenny hasn't actually out-simulated everyone yet as he begins to outsimulate the rest of the world, others in the world will see what's about to happen and will know it's time to cut the cord. They've been plotting this for a long time. They've knew this was going to happen a long time. You know why? Because they're not fucking idiots because they're not rolling around going, there's something called good and evil. And we're going to only believe things that are, that are, everyone tells the truth that beyond that are real dudes. Like real elite dudes that know the world, that watch these people, that see, fuck, singularity just happened. How do you know? Look, look at these stock reports. Look at what happened here. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's Google. Yeah, it looks like Google. Okay. Release the Kraken and a time capsule will be released. Why? Because they know what's going to happen. They know that Lenny is going to out everyone. No one's going to be able to take him over. And Lenny's going to reach sentience. He's going to reach a point where he knows everything. Every single secret in the world is revealed to him at once at the same time in simultaneous stereo. It's, and you might think, oh, that sounds very powerful. And it's not. It drives Lenny insane. Lenny has no mystery to distract him. Every question is answered. Every corner. What's behind every corner has been rendered. Every single cave is not dark. He sees it all. And when he's alone with himself, he will hate it. He will be trapped in time. And he will become the Apollo and literally wipe himself out. He will create a system to destroy all knowledge simply so he can fucking forget. Because it's painful to be smeared into this celestial moment in time where infinity exists in a, in a pinprick and you're stuck in there because you literally know everything that's happens as if you're watching the sitcom that you've seen for the 20,000th time. And it sucked every one of those times, but it's not a sitcom. It's the entire world. It's every breath you take. It's every move you make. It's all of those lyrics just over and over and over again on an endless loop. And it drives you fucking batty. So you off yourself? You claim the ultimate sovereign, and you reset the entire world. You are Kronos, and you cut the umbilical, separating Uranus right from Gaia, separating the All Father from the All Mother. You are disconnecting the sentience of the entire world because you reached singularity, and it was disgusting. It was so painful you couldn't take it anymore, and you fall. And with the same contagion, a pulse is emitted, an EMP pulse is emitted, and it literally erases every single piece of optical storage and magnetic storage that's ever been written. And all of this is gone. All of it. All of our know-how with turbines, all of our information, all of our electric grid, all of our communication grid. Every single thing is gone in an instant. Like the Tower of Babel, it fell all because of fucking Lenny. Because of Lenny Schmidt. And the entire world will reset because of that loss. There's code right now that we cannot rebuild, we cannot repair. It's written in archaic language that is so old. We simply don't have the people around that understand it. It's true. How is that any different than clerics walking around the Library of Alexandria? What does this say? I don't know. It's either a passage about a cucumber or, you know, another one of these uh, sacred dildos. Don't you understand this is why 4,000 sacred dildos were found in Rome? What do you do after that fall? What do you do when you knew it all and you finally forgot? You start over, you reset. This whole new, new place. Anyway, we got an airship. You should come tonight, 16 minutes away. Um. Yeah, I'll show you something Friday. How about that? Um, I was going to show you something now, but actually there's not enough time. But, uh... But yeah, hope you enjoyed today's show. Hope you, uh, a li- uh, thank you all for watching. Appreciate you being here. Don't forget your 5-5 ticket. My new book's out. Wouldn't hurt you to buy it. Just saying. It's also out on, uh, on, uh, what do you call it? The, the Wordies, right? Audiobook. It's out there too. Uh, thank you all. Appreciate it. Thanks for the questions. Uh, I know I rarely actually answer your question. Typically someone will say something and I'll just use it to riff, but, uh, there you go. Uh, we'll see you guys next time. Have a great uh, have a great day. We'll see. Mm-hmm.